from the Thai Cats Audio Network. This is Thai Cats Today with Louie Butko. Yes, it is Thai Cats Today for a Tuesday, July the 26th, 2022. Day three of practice for the Thai Cats in preparation of Thursday's game against the Alouettes. We'll hear from Coach Orlando Steinauer and President of Football Operations. Uh, coming up in the show, we'll hear from Jovan Santos Knox. We'll hear from Lamar Durant for the first time this season. He got injured in training camp and is finally working his way back into the lineup. Uh, will likely start tomorrow, but uh, we'll have to wait for the depth chart for sure on that one. Uh, but we're from Lamar Durant and uh, Steve Milton from the Hamilton Spectator is going to be by all coming up here on Tie Cats today. Thanks for joining us, Louis Butko here as uh, we get you set for Thursday's game. And yesterday I mentioned about a pretty sweet ticket package you can get. 33 bucks gets you a ticket and a, a bench beer sampling. Uh, another package you can get, it's the Hero Package. It's our hometown heroes package for Thursday's game. Uh, you can get a ticket to the game, red, silver, or gold. You'll get one commemorative hero t-shirt. You'll get one commemorative hero t-shirt donated to a hero and a $10 donation to hashtag I've got your back 911 uh, will be made on behalf of the Ticats and yourself. So uh, I got your back hometown heroes package. Just go to Ticats.ca for all the details on that. Uh, as mentioned, the Ticats getting set for Thursday's game against the Alouettes. And uh, we, we told you that Simone Lawrence was a full participant yesterday. He was a participant as well today. Coach says it's not likely that he'll play, but we'll wait and see. And again, we'll have the depth chart in our hand. Uh, Micah Johnson did not practice yesterday. He was back out there. Uh, he had an illness, but he was back out there, so that's great news. No Lawrence Woods against today. Uh, no Stavros Katsantonis. Chris Van Zyl didn't practice today as well. Uh, and a lot of the same uh, injuries that the Ticats are dealing with uh, happening. Carol Brooks, full participant for the second day in a row. And uh, again, Coach is going to talk on that. And let's get right to it. Here is uh, Coach Orlando Steinauer as he spoke after practice today. That's why you play the game. you got to play the game. And, you know, I've said it. You know, since I've been up to in front of this podium, and it's about preparation. That's what, that's what the week is for. And but ultimately, you got to go take that test every week, and you got to prove it on the field on game day. And so, yeah, I'm just as excited about the work, but sometimes the game can't get here quick enough. Can you measure success during a practice week at all? Uh, you've been around me a long time. I'm not sure what that word success means. Uh, I don't, th I don't think so, to answer your question. Sometimes uh, I think when you're in your own position groups and things like that, you're able to reflect a little bit more specific. For example, you need a little bit more out of this player. You want to see this from this player. But ultimately, we're a team. You have to measure it. And um, just as a player and as a coach and a position coach and a coordinator, I just haven't found a consistent correlation between having great practices and having a great game. Sometimes it works out. And sometimes it works opposite. So we're just committed to the process and not the end result. Well, the one thing I can tell you is I won't be out there. Um, yeah, we, it might be by committee. You know, it may be by committee on 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 that. But uh, we're gonna, you know, we're just focused on ourselves and the players that we suit up, and we're gonna expect to get the job done. Period. Yeah. Well, again, you know, Carol is. 
you know, obviously he, we didn't see a ton of him in camp uh, as he was uh, injured early. And so anytime you can get some veteran experience back there, although, you know, Darby's done a, a fantastic job. He's a veteran with experience um, and, and really done nothing wrong. Uh, the, the bottom line is, is, you know, this is kind of how we envision lining up and it's, it's never personal. We're paid to make decisions. And so, yeah, um, it, it's exciting to see him back out there, his smile, his personality. He brings more than just the plays that uh, you would see on the game day, right? He's, he's a calm presence uh, in the meeting room. He's been here. He understands our culture and our environment. And I'd say he's done a, a fantastic job of being on the side and still being a part of that. That's tough because that wears off after a while. You get kind of into it for a while. And then, you know, it's like, okay, I'm not going to be back for X amount of time. So, anyways, um, it'll be great to, it's been great to just have him out on the practice field. That is the president of football operations and head coach of the Ticats, Orlando Steinauer, speaking after practice today and uh, mentioning Carol Brooks there at the end, who is likely to uh, make his return to the lineup this week. But again, we'll have the depth chart in our hand tomorrow where we will likely know for sure whether or not Carriel Brooks uh, will make his season debut. But I'm going to say there is a very good chance uh, we see number 26 back out there for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Uh, someone we will likely see as well is Lamar Durant, set to make his Tiger Cats debut after suffering an injury in training camp, has worked his way back. And uh, we had a chance to catch up with Lamar Durant after practice today. And uh, here's what he had to say. Yeah, like I've dealt with injuries before and like that just kind of comes with football, but never like this early into camp and then coming back now. Like, so there was a lot of stuff going through my head at the time. Like I'm with a new team trying to learn everything and trying to impress some people, show them what I can do. And then you get hurt that early into camp. So it's like, man, so now right now it's just building that back up, just getting back into the flow of playing. And um, it's going to take a little bit of time, but already just a few days into practice, I feel much better than the first day, so. Oh yeah, that was huge. Like, that's the good thing about, it was my hand. It's obviously not a good injury for a receiver since that's my job to catch the ball, but I was able to do a lot of running and um, staying in shape, but it changes once you get on the field also. Like, you can think that you're in shape, but then once you're out there and having to hustle, get back to the play, run after the ball and doing all the little things, it definitely takes a little toll on your body, so. First day, I was struggling a little bit, but every day it's been better and better. So I'm feeling pretty good with where I'm at right now. Uh, I just feel, for me, just bringing some experience. And then we got a good group here. Like, I know a lot of people say that about their team, but the guys we have, man, they're selfless. They want everyone else to do good. So just coming in, I know people just want me to be good and uh, want me to be the player I could be. So I could really focus on myself, but at the same time, just bring that um, experience that I have and then just as I work my way back into here and then start helping and uh, just playing a little bit of leadership role it's not nothing that's going to be forced but just um, just bring what I bring to the table you know don't try to be anything special just be myself um, just overall man just a great guy like when I came in here uh, he just made me feel right at home said if I need anything come talk to him and all that and then just throughout the weeks man he's just been solid like keeps his head on his shoulders he doesn't do anything crazy stays in the game stays locked in and he's just tough a competitor you know he wants to keep doing better and better and he'll be serious he'll be hard on himself when he's not playing 
um, as well as he thinks he can play. And then even when he is playing well, he always feels there's room to improve. So that's what you're looking for in a leader, and I think that um, Dane's doing a really good job with that. And that is Lamar Durant, who is set to make his Ticats debut on Thursday against the Owls. Again, that is just from what we've seen at practice, but we'll have the depth chart tomorrow, and we'll go through that for you here on Ticats today. All right, one more piece of audio to get to from after practice. Still had Steve Milton from the Hamilton Spectators going to be by, but uh, had a chance to uh, catch up with Jovan Santos Knox after practice today. Here's what he had to say. Um, we're just, you know, locked in and ready for the next game ahead of us. That's what coaches preach. Um, don't look in the past. We just, you know, locked in, really locked in, and um, looking forward to play Montreal this week. Every game in this in this league is important. Two points are two points. So, um, you know, it's against our division rivals. So I guess it's the four-point swing instead of a two-point swing. So, um, you know, it's important, but just like any other game, we got to come out and play. I mean, Cam's like, a, it, it, it's funny to see his transition from a rookie to now where he is now. It's like he's a seasoned veteran out there. The things he's pointing out, the things he's alerting us to, the things he sees out there, his IQ is just through the roof, and it's fun because a guy like that, the sky's the limit when, you know, the game's clicking like that for him. There's no telling where, where his ceiling is. So with Cam, um, you know, we're just excited seeing what he's doing every day. He's a, he's a fun player, great player to play around, be next to, uh, just a great teammate, great teammate. How's it? I mean, there's not many defensive ends drop. I, I don't know if you guys really broke down that play, but there's not many defensive ends dropping that far into coverage and making that play like that. How's he is... I mean, at times he's a linebacker for us, at times he's a DN, at times he's a D-tackle, at times he's a tight end out there and, you know, an extra alignment for us. So Halsey really does it all, and he's a definition of, you know, putting the team first and dropping his ego so we could go. So he literally drops that E every day so we could go. And he's just a great player. You're going to see a lot more plays like that. I mean, they're good. They, they have, you know, two solid running backs, a good quarterback, and, you know, great receivers. So, uh, you know, with them, we just got to be, uh, you know, play our football, not think too much about what they're doing, just do what we do best is just uh, fly to the ball, penalty free, and uh, execute. And that is Jovan Santos Knox as we spoke with him after practice. And just a reminder, you can go to tiecats.ca uh, to get the uh, full scrums and the full comments uh, from the players that we talked to. And, of course, Coach O's full comments as well. All right, very pleased now to be joined by the Hamilton Spectators, Steve Milton. And uh, Milty, we are one-third of the way through the season, as you wrote about uh, in the Hamilton Spectator Day and uh, thespec.com. Uh, how would you grade the Ticats one-third of the way through the season? Not well, uh, because the record is what it is. This is, you know, it's not like you're looking at, uh, you know, a small sample here. A third is... is just seasonal and 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 even uh Orlando Steinhauer had mentioned uh, a couple of times that it, he's like a lot of people you divide things into thirds and uh, this works out well for them when you look at that because you're now looking at a very specific third coming up but the first third when you're one and five and I think what would be most concerning uh to me is that too many of those uh five losses even the one victory look look very similar similar types of mistakes uh, now, all, a whole bunch of little things that you could change, and that is what I think Orlando addressed that very directly this week when he said that's why we're looking at tweaks and not wholesale changes because we, we feel that that's not uh, reflective when you look at, at, at a few things. Tunde said that too. I mean, yeah, yeah. the people are in the room who are going to solve this. They're not going out getting 
Some big free agent signing or, you know, not making a splash. Who knows with NFL cuts, though, right? Yeah. And the, the next month is pretty important, both, you know, who's on the team and who's not. I think it's everything. Yeah. I, I, not necessarily who's on the team and who's not, but, but where this season goes. They have to have some kind of decent record here, and I would think that 3-3 three and three is absolute minimum uh, because they're playing the two teams above them in the standings. So, it, for the most part, these are four-point games. Uh, all of them, and and uh, and we've spoken before about how idiotic the scheduling is to have the Argos play four times in five games there, and not at all down the stretch run, when everybody's really interested in, in the divisional matchups. That that cannot happen again. Yeah, back to back games against the Red Blacks to finish the year. I mean, I don't know what they're thinking, but yeah, at one point you thought, well, maybe that'll mean something. At least they're within the division. Yeah. I, I actually don't have a biggest problem with that as I do with. For the most part, too many Western yes. Conference games for, for too many Eastern teams near the end. Yeah. Um, looking at specific areas on the football field, we just talked about with Coach there. The secondary, with Carriel coming back, um, that obviously puts Darby in a spot. But what do you see from, uh, from the addition of Carriel, obviously an all-star? It, it does put Darby in a spot in a way, but that's a nice spot to be in if you are the team. It's probably not a very good, very good uh, feeling for Alden, but... Yeah, I think he has to look around and say, okay, what's happened in almost every single game this year? Almost every game. A defensive back is, and I hate to put any kind of hex on it, but that's kind of why. I mean, if you're trying to make aggressive plays, uh, you're going to have some injuries in there. And it's happened at least the last two or three games in a row, and I'd have to go back, but it, but most of the games, they've they've ended up with somebody down. And, and so, you know, you end up playing. So you end up playing, if he hasn't started, then, then whoever didn't start gets a chance to go in. Plus... You know, he can he can fill in at, at uh, wide side linebacker if, if, if he has to, uh, if if, if uh, Kelly is, has to move to one of the other linebacking spots. And, and so there's a lot of versatility there. It's a, it's a very good and very, very deep uh, secondary. Um, and they're starting to make some plays. That's disturbed fans. Uh, I don't count myself as a fan uh, other than of the game. Um, earlier in the year when, when it, it, I felt that they weren't making enough plays at point of contact of the ball. And I think the last three games, they have. They've started to make some plays. Let's go back to this next stretch of games. Is, is this as close to a must-win game as, as it? I mean, Montreal at home, one in five, like the, yeah. where they are in the standings. I mean, this, this is I, as big as it gets in August. I think the the whole section of this is full of must win games and i think you're probably right on this one for for the moment uh because they're directly in front. you don't want a team like montreal to get too far ahead of you they're very very beatable and very very beatable um now that said to be uh, fair trevor harris uh, uh, that, he's a tie cat killer <laughs> yeah. traditionally in his career whatever team he's playing for and in whether or not they win the games even he really plays extremely well. He's got something about the Ticats. Last year's East semi, I guess, aside, because I don't think he was very that, good that in that game. Was, yeah, they really got on him. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ottawa, his years in Ottawa. His he, years in Ottawa were, I mean, especially the year they won four yeah. over them, over, over still, Hamilton. I still love uh, June's line there. He's like, well, you know, you're not going to beat a team. You're not going to lose to a team four times, and mm-hmm. sure enough. And they, sure enough, they <laughs> did, and, and uh, it cost them. Yeah. Obviously, it put them out, and, and, and uh, yeah. So I think Montreal is extremely. Be- they're very vulnerable. Uh, I think uh, on the back end, and, and I think they've got to take you can take some advantage of that. Um, and but I don't think you can allow them to. It's like the teams that they lost to um, 
against uh, Edmonton and Saskatchewan, they let those teams hang around, and you can't. You can't let them hang. And they let Ottawa hang around a little bit, way too long uh, for where they were at that moment. So you can't let them hang around because you never know what can happen. And, and uh, don't put yourself in a situation where um, past tendencies could come into your – I mean, I don't think it'll they'll come into their head. Players don't necessarily think about that at the time. Uh, but don't let that happen where you, you get a chance to, to, to not have a good fourth quarter. Put yourself in a position that – uh, it's great if you do have a great fourth quarter, but you don't necessarily need it. Does it concern you at all that we haven't seen this team the last two seasons mm-hmm. really, like, beat somebody down? Like, it, it always comes down. It seems like it always comes down to the fourth quarter. Like, this team hasn't had a dominant win, I don't think. I, I can't – none that's coming to mind as I see the media guy shaking his head at me over here. But uh, – I, I, I want to see a win that, like, I think fans want to see that, too. They want to see a win where Ticats were the better team, no question, just they dominated. Well, they want to see that at home for sure. They don't. I mean, I think they're tired of semi-heart attacks, you know, in, in the stands, you know, and the disquiet. That's the problem with having similar losses at home uh, or even on the road because most of the people that come to the games are very big at watching the, the road games, too, right? The, when you get the 23,000 in here, they almost to a person, are probably watching the away games too. So they know the whole yeah. thing. They know the whole story. And, and when it starts to look, and you saw that in the Ottawa game, you saw the place go dead quiet. That takes away home field advantage. You're taking it away from yourself. Yeah, so if, if I were a fan uh, and had my total heart invested, yes, I'd be very concerned about that. Yeah, um, And that kind of ties into the learning how not to lose versus learning how to win. Yeah, and, and, and people say that doesn't exist but uh and you know it exists in all sports you, know, you see enough different sports uh, and you see teams that go how did that happen and and uh, you keep waiting for the breaks to even up and uh well sometimes they don't and and sometimes you squeeze the stick you squeeze the bat you squeeze the football a little too tightly uh at certain times and you don't even know you're doing it sometimes until you look back on it you obviously know this sport well playing it covering it uh, how how do you get rid of the turnovers? Like, how do you stop turning the ball over? You, you, you have to make sure, first of all, in practice, an awful lot of it, and uh, you've got to make sure in practice that you, you – because, you know, there are three practices for every game, sometimes four. Uh, so the drills are a big part of that. Assuming that those drills have been done, um, then – until you get it back again to its second nature, you probably have to think about it more than you should think about things. What you don't want to think about are all the details when you're playing any sport. Right? You want it to come naturally. Yeah. So what they do is it's called letting the training talk. Well, right, you know, it, you just can't have that. I, I thought um, uh, Braylon, this Addison, had a great line this week when he said, you can't keep t- taking turns because it hasn't been the same people other than, than, than Dane's had turnovers, and he's the first guy to tell you that. Uh, and those have been probably the most glaring and, and because they've led directly to, yeah. to things. And, and, uh, but other people have too. A lot of them have, and that's not just fumble but also tipping the ball that should have been caught or could have been caught. Uh, if you get your hands on it, basically, um, you've got to catch it. But what he said, you can't keep taking turns doing that because even if, if – he said – so many of us have been taking turns, even though we might only do it once. Well, we add that up. That's 12 on offense, 12 on defense, and how many on special teams, right? So 
that, that adds up to an awful lot in a game when two or three can really turn the tide. And, and uh, there have been a lot of things here of, I would say, when two or three things make a difference in the close games that they've been playing, there have probably been seven or eight occasions that those two or three things fall within. Uh, so um, I don't really know how you, how you do that. How you, it just takes more concentration. It, you cannot let up for a second. Thanks for doing this, Melty. Appreciate it. Okay, Louie. My thanks to Steve Milton for joining me today. My thanks to you as well because we could not do this show without your support. So thank you. Make sure you subscribe, like, so you never miss an episode. And uh, leave a review or hit us up on uh, hit me up on Twitter at LouisB underscore TV or you can email us gameday at TyCats.ca. All right, that's it for us today. We are back tomorrow, same time, same place, right here on the TyCats Audio Network. I'm Louis Butko, hoping you have a great day. TyCast Today can be heard every weekday, and we would like to hear from you. Email us at gameday at TyCats.ca. Have a question or an opinion? We want to hear it. That's gameday at TyCats.ca. Subscribe to the TyCats Audio Network on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.